You're listening to the Go-Getter Podcast. I'm your host, Candice Janae, founder and CEO of Epic Fab Girl, a community helping Christian women entrepreneurs build profitable brands and grow their faith. Whether you're just getting started or you already have an established brand, this podcast will drop gems, bringing you tips and strategies from experts to teach you how to build, grow, and monetize your business with God at the center of your life. Let's jump right in to today's episode. Hey, ladies, and welcome to another Go-Getter podcast. I am so excited about today because we are interviewing Michelle Anna. She is just an awesome powerhouse, and honestly, her content on social media is so great, but Even it's so uplifting and I'm just excited to connect with her on here to help share her story with you guys. And we're talking all about how to hear God's voice as a creative. So we know this is going to be one of those good episodes that you might have to listen to again and again, rewind, do what you got to do to get what you need from this. So just to get started, Michelle, welcome to the podcast. I would love for you to just share with us a little bit about your story, what you do, and how you got started. Oh my gosh, yes. First of all, thank you for having me. It is an honor. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know me, I am Michelle Anna, and I am a beauty and lifestyle influencer, um, which is so amazing because I get to work with just amazing brands. And um, I get to be myself on social media, and uh, which is such a gift to be able to do. I'm also a founder of the Flourish Effect, which is a platform for creatives to help them flourish in their soul, their business, and community, which you know, as a creative, like we want to flourish in all these areas. So that's, um, you know, a gift I get to do and work with creatives as well. I also have just like a a desire to help women. I myself have been through some crazy stuff. (laughs) I'm sure we can all relate. (laughs) And um, I just have the desire for women to just have the restoration in the Lord, like, and to know and see my life and say, wow, like she went from point A to point B, I can as well. And so I just have this very relatable tone and voice and it's just me in real life. And so it's amazing to be able to be a creative and an entrepreneur out here in these streets these days, because you get to really have and create digital experiences that are so um, authentic to you. And just in alignment with God's calling on your life. And so that's just a little bit about me. <laughs> I love it. I love how you put that, even that you're, you know, you just get to be yourself on the on the internet, like, and you get yeah. paid to do that. And I think so many times, like women, especially when we're like first starting out or building our brands, we're like, okay, well, we see all these different people online. Like, how do I show up? And it's like, I had that aha moment where it's like, be yourself. That's what's going to like do anything extra other than show up as yourself. And so I love it that you said that. So like I said, today, we're talking about hearing God's voice as a creative. But before we jump into that, we're going to just do our getting to know this go-getter segment, which (laughs) I love. Um, (laughs) It's so great because it's just a quick game, um, getting to know you. And so let me explain. It's a rapid fire game to get to know a little bit more about you. And all you have to do is share the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm ready. 
Okay. Coffee or tea? Oh my God. Tea now. <laughs> so good. Email or DM? Email. Physical Bible or Bible app? Physical Bible. Save or spend? Oh, uh, save. <laughs> so funny. Late nights or early mornings? Late nights. Impact or income? Oh, impact. Yes. Um, relaxation or adventure? Adventure. Book or podcast? Whoo, girl. Uh, podcast. Uh, text or call? Text, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, work hard or play hard? Work hard. Awesome. I love this segment just because I feel like it gives so much of our personality without it having really to think about it. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> it really does. You almost have like a, a like a little like conniption inside. Like, wait, 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 who am I? <laughs> so good. I also like to ask the question of like, what's your favorite Bible verse right now and why? Mm, that's so good. I'm trying to, I, I literally wrote it down the other day and I could never, I'm so like bad at like remembering the exact verse of things. Um, but it is found in Isaiah 40, 31. And it is, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. That is right now, like, uh, anchoring me so much just because like the soaring part, like an eagle, that yes. just speaks so much to me for real. Yes. And I didn't have that memorized for those of you who are listening to this. I literally read it off of an index card. <laughs> I'm here for that. That's one of the verses. I love that because that's one of the verses that I did have memorized as a kid because it was literally like my dad has this obsession with eagles. And so it was like, like every piece of decor possible that had that verse on it was around the house. And, you know, even as I got have gotten older, I'm like, oh, like depending on that. And when you start to look into the anatomy of an eagle and yes. just like, how they don't even be having to fly once they get up there. They just soaring. Soar. They, that's the thing, though. Break that verse down. That is the oh. thing. Like, I love to do that. I love to kind of, like, figure out, like, what's the context here? What is it to soar like wings on eagles? Like, what is that? On wings like eagles. Like, and so that's it. It's just yeah. thinking about that. Or even part. to run and not be weary. Like, what yes. does that look like? <laughs> what does that look like? What does that even mean? Like, you know, I don't just gloss over scripture. I, I actually sit with it for a minute and try to see how it relates to me like right now in my life. Yeah, this is so good because I feel like this is jumping into our conversation yeah. around some of the questions I have. So I know this is going to be a good one. Make sure you guys take your notes out as you guys are listening, because I feel like you guys are going to be get, able to get so much from this conversation. And so, like I said, today we're talking about hearing God's voice as a creative. But for you, Michelle, Anna, I would love to know, like, how do you define a creative? Like, we hear that term all the time, but like, what is a creative and how can someone say, like, I identify as a creative? Absolutely. Um, over on my podcast, I get this question all the time, like, okay, so what is a creative? And so I, I really try to bring clarity to that. A creative is simply someone who is pioneering a new way, right? Someone who is trailblazing a blueprint that has never, ever been seen. And even if it has been seen in any particular industry, it's very unique to you. So you are providing some sort of solution. You're a solutionist. Um, and and in a nutshell, that's really what a creative is. I think for so long, we think like we just corner it to just be someone who is creative, 
but I feel like a creative is someone who is out here kind of like, you know, a strategist or a financial advisor, like you're bringing healing to a gap in someone's life by providing a solution for them. Wow. That was so good. So many gems from like pioneering a new way. And especially when, you know, when you're pioneering or trailblazing, it can be so difficult, especially if you're not connected with other people that have done it before or are even doing similar things. And so I would love to know, like, what, you know, for you, why do you feel like hearing God's voice is important, especially as a creative? It's so important because for me, Personally, I cannot really function without going back to the one whose image I bear, right? The one whose image I was created in. And so he is the source of the creative in me, right? The the entrepreneur in me, the pioneer in me. And so for me, I'll literally be sitting in, um, I, I invite God into my space and I'll be sitting and journaling And I'll literally, I remember one time, like I literally got a curriculum for this whole course. And it's just like, when you invite God into that, that space, you know, and really have him sit on the throne of your business and sit there and you're just like, Hey God, like what we doing? Right. And just having that conversation, it really does open up your headspace and your heart space to kind of like get all of a sudden these like concepts and blueprints that are proven. Like I've been able to teach them. They're not just anything like a a whimsical idea, but they're actually proven concepts that I have walked out. And so I just think that it really brings um, some light to how the word of God is very practical, right? Very, very practical. I feel like a lot of our concepts and systems can be traced to somewhere in scripture, honestly. And so it's very cool how you can be talking to, let's say, a secular audience or whatever, and you could be spitting word and it's laced in word, but they don't know that it's the word of God. And so I think that that's how practical it is. But that comes from hearing the voice of God, honestly. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, I love how you even said there were moments, even when you had a download of like what type of curriculum or um, just inviting God into that space. And so what I'm wondering is what are some practical ways that you actually, you know, involve God in your creative process and um, just, you know, what does it really look like to invite God into that space? Yeah. So I, I guess, you know, to begin with like audibly praying, right? Like just really inviting God into it, you know, like, God, listen, like this is what I've got, but I know if you put your hand on this, th- this is this is about to be a situation, you know? So just really audibly praying. Um, another thing is like, I, I really love to journal. Like I love to journal. And I think that that time is almost like I'm having a one-on-one meeting, right? And so I go ahead and I brainstorm or I'll write and I'll be like, listen, like this right here is something that I see. I'm having like a conversation. And so it's something I'm interested in and it's more so written form. Another thing I love to do more on the practical side is brainstorming too. like literally open up a fresh new like Google uh, doc and I just start typing away like, okay, this is what I want to talk about in January. And this is what I feel like 2021 is going to look like for me. And so, you know, 
all of a sudden, all these ideas start flowing because you are kind of like unleashing yourself. Like it's just a brainstorming moment, right? It's just like, there's no pressure. Um, I think so many of us creatives put so much pressure uh, out of performance. And it's like, let's be free for a moment and actually brainstorm and just dream big. Like what is it like about, you know, just allowing yourself, or I should say there's a moment when you allow yourself to just think freely and be mindless in your brainstorming that so many ideas come to uh, come to this paper, right? Or writing or on your Google Doc or whatever. Um, and so that's honestly a way that I would say practically that I hear from God. And that's very, very important for me. Yeah, I can I can tell just because, you know, I think one of the biggest things, especially as for me, for someone who I help a lot of women, you know, overcome that hurdle of getting started in business. And one of their biggest struggles is clarity. Like I don't have clarity. And, you know, the crazy thing is like, you know, I can coach you into a little bit of clarity, but I think there are certain things that and clarity that really only ever comes from God when you're stuck between which idea do I start with? And it's like, you just kind of have to go with what God says and just really trust and listen. Or, you know, like for me, when I was first starting out, God was basically like, whatever idea you choose, I'm going to bless it. And I'll show you how to, you know, move into the next things. And so I I love it that, you know, involving God in that process really has like, like you said, practical benefits and outcomes. And um, the other thing I really like that you said, and I want to make sure that the listeners, you know, hear is, you know, there's kind of this act of surrendering your own plans and saying, Hey God, here's what I think I want to do. But I'm going to give this to you so that you can say what you this should really be. And I think even that wraps into the whole thing about like not performing because it's like we're trying to do, do, do because we want to keep up. But it's like perfect example. And I keep coming back to this like perfect example for me when everybody was talking about how TikTok was like, you know, about to get banned or whatever. Uh literally God told me, he was like, I want you to create one TikTok video a day. And I'm like, God, like, do you know how much stuff I have on my plate? Like, (laughs) I am not trying to add no extra stuff, but I was obedient to that. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna just do it. I started creating TikTok content and then putting it on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. Literally now Instagram has like, you know, changed their algorithm or whatever to kind of favor reels. Mm -hmm. And now like literally since the end of last month, I've gained well over like four to 5,000 followers just because of videos that I put on TikTok, uh, from TikTok on. on reels. And it's like, it did not make sense when God told me, I'm like, I love it. Trump is over here talking about deleting. and right. <laughs> Why would you make me do that? But it was like, when God gives you instructions mm-hmm. on something, it might not make sense, Come on. but it's going to be better than what you thought. Like, and, it's, it. and you don't know the outcomes. So I love it about our God that he has the full plan, the full vision. And yeah, so I'm going to leave that at that. No, that surrender thing is real. And you know what? The truth of the matter is, even as we let go, God will never leave us at a deficit, right? We, when we surrender, when we let go, God will always replace more of him anyway. So more of his ideas, more of what he wants for you, more of all of that stuff. Like he, he ain't gonna have you out here looking crazy. <laughs> like he's faithful for real. Yeah. And I love it. Cause it's like, 
you're involving God, not just in the process to get started, you're involving him every step of the way. And I think it's so, I mean, I think in this world that we live in, it's easy to get caught up and lose sight of, you know, how you, like why you started once you started. But I think involving God in that process and in that journey over time is really, really helpful. And so I know that a lot of people use like Bible reading um, and journaling, especially you've mentioned journaling a lot to Mm -hmm. kind of help them hear God's voice. And so what are some of your favorite tips for actually studying the Bible and journaling? Oh, so one of the things that we, the little rapid fire question, I said physical Bible versus like the U version, nothing against the U version. I use that too. Um, But I I think one of the first tips I would say is actually get you a physical Bible, like not just one version, but maybe like like two or three. You know, I'm not saying all at one time, but I love to have different translations like sitting in front of me. I literally make it an experience for myself when I am really diving into just like a studying moment. You know, it really feels like I'm on a date with Jesus, like seriously, you know, and and it's exciting. And so I would say one, like get you a physical Bible, you know, Uh, the one that I use is the new life application, something like that Bible. And it's amazing because it breaks the verses down for you in a very, very like um, easy way to understand. Another thing I would say for Bible study is like get on some sort of devotional. Like it really does help you kind of navigate a certain topic, certain things that you may have like may need some growth in, but it really does kind of help as a um, like a navigation of where we're going, you know, for seven days, 30 days, 90 days or whatever. One of the best like uh, devotionals that I have had the amazing experience with is the Awaken one by Priscilla Shire. I don't know if you've ever done that one. Girl, it is so good. And it's 90 days. (laughs) It's so good. So I think those are the top two tips that I would give for like actual Bible study. Yeah. And girl, you just said it in such a perfect way. Like you make it an experience, right? (laughs) It's like for you. And I love it. You know, I mean, the Bible is clear about how God is the word. And it's like, we understand him more by reading more of his word. But, you know, I'm one of those people I have, um, I think that same life application Bible that you have as well. And it has like footnotes. It gives you all this. It'd be telling you all this stuff about, you know, like reminding you of things that you're not thinking of when you're reading that text. And so it's so good and it makes it a lot more rich because you're reading the Bible with context Mm -hmm. and not just word for word what you see on the paper. So I love that. I love it too. Yeah. And I mean, in terms of actually hearing God's voice, like, do you have any tips for, you know, learning to hear God's voice and even deciphering God's voice over your own thoughts? like that comes with um self-awareness you know what I mean you gotta know like what what your voice sounds like because sometimes I'm not saying that this is all the time but sometimes we have such a way of like beating ourselves up sometimes and we're so pressured to hear God's voice and when the the truth of the matter is he's not out here trying to make it difficult for us to hear his voice right he's not out here um trying to have us on some sort of like treasure hunt and you know mysterious like he really wants to talk to us I think that you know what I would encourage um the listeners um to do is just to think outside the box like God's voice isn't just an like an audible voice. Like he's not just out here like 
thus saith the Lord or thus saith me. And this is what you need to do. But no, like he speaks through people. He speaks through conversations. He speaks through that social media post that just so happens to be the first thing that pops up in your feed as soon as you log in. He speaks through podcasts. Like like we live in such a dynamic age. It's so beautiful. Like I I want us to see the beauty of it. Right. And so I think that if we just simplify it and just say like, wow, God, just speak to me and really open our eyes and open our ears. Like God is always speaking. Like I remember one good time. I mean, I remember a bunch of times where I'll just like pop in on Instagram. And the first thing that I see is exactly what I need. And I just log out. I'll be like, I'm about to have a weeping fest because this is exactly what I needed right now. Like that has happened countless of times. And so just kind of like unboxing yourself of how God actually speaks to you, because that is so important. Girl, that right there. Okay. (laughs) That's a whole, like, if y'all don't get nothing else from this, like, Just that moment of allowing yourself to be open to hearing God's voice in more ways than one. And I think that was a huge lesson that I had to learn. And I feel like God was teaching me that when I was getting ready to quit my job in corporate America. And what you said reminded me of a couple of instances that I had where like, I remember I was, I was really like deathly afraid of quitting my job because Uh it was secure, six figures, had all that stuff you know, secured and God is calling me off of my job. And I was going back and forth about like, okay, is this me or is this God? Is this me or is it God? Two major things happen. I go to the airport and I literally see a Jamba Juice or like, yeah, Jamba Juice and literally on their wall, like, and I have gone to this airport every single week for the past, like, like probably year. And this was the first time I ever saw this thing on the wall. And it literally said, go out on a limb that's where the fruit is. Oh, that just gave me chills. Excuse I was me. like, <laughs> you have to be kidding me. Like, what are you? did you like instantly cry? Like, Girl, I was, uh, I was in there through. Okay. I was just like, okay, God, like what is like, clearly you're speaking. And like, when I tell you God be speaking to me through billboards, through magazines, through all types of stuff, I'm like, wow. Like, did you really have to do that? And then I end up on a flight. And when I, when I opened up, like, it was like a Delta flight. I opened up like the little magazines that they had. Yeah. In it, and it literally just said something like take flight. Was like, bruh, like, I don't know why all of this is just like doing this to me today, but it's just the most. And it's if we allow ourselves to open up and pay attention to the signs, like it's like, we'll hear a lot of God in so many different places. So many ways. And it's such a beautiful experience. Like it takes me out every time. I'm like, Oh, did you have to do me like that in public? (laughs) Right. Oh, Jesus. Yes. So good though. (laughs) Um, And so I know we didn't like got all over this. Listen, that's how we do. (laughs) But my next question is just like, Tell us of a time that, particularly in business, where hearing God's voice kind of changed the game for you. Like, are there any moments where you're like, okay, that was a pivotal moment where if I had not heard the voice of God, like, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah, I I would say that was this year. I Listen, I had a certain opportunity and God has spoke to me and was like, okay, I need you to move now on this opportunity. Like I need you to literally physically move. And I'm like, 
this sounds crazy. Like, what do you mean? Like I have to physically move like for real, for real, not like spiritually, like what's going on. And I kid you not, this was in March and this was when all of this was going down, right? All the pandemic, like all this craziness going down. And literally if I not, if I didn't move at the time that I did, I would have just been shut down by myself, like in an emotional rut. But because I listened to God, I went with what I knew I had to do. Right. I didn't, it didn't feel good. Right. It didn't, it wasn't like, it was super uncomfortable because I was literally like, I felt like I was being thrusted into this like world that I wasn't super familiar with, but I knew that God was backing me up, that heaven was backing me up. And so I was like, all right, this doesn't feel comfortable, but here we are. And, you know, now a few months later, I am now seeing the harvest of those sacrifices, right? Of those things. And if I did not move when I did, I mean, God is sovereign, right? But I feel like, you know, if I did not move when I did, it's just, it would have been such a rerouting. It would have took longer. Like, I just had to lean into the discomfort, but that discomfort, right, yielded me so much fruit from the obedience of saying yes. Like, I know who's got me. Like, I know one thing about me is that, like, even if I make a mistake and even if a decision wasn't the best one, God will always reroute me. And I think that that's something that as creatives, as entrepreneurs, as women of faith, we have to remember, like, nothing will ever take us too far from God, even in business. Like, he'll be like, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, that ain't it. Let's go ahead and reel it in, you know? And so that's, that's my stance. That's my posture. And that's what I encourage others to have as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, all of the things that you said were just so deep. (laughs) Which one do I focus on? Um, But literally, you know, one of the points that you made was just about like this discomfort. And I think there's this, I don't know, I grew up believing that once you became a Christian and gave your life to God for real, for real, that everything was just going to be lollipops and butterflies and nothing would go wrong. And that, you know, following God was just this journey of like such bliss. And it's like, while following God is a journey of bliss, it is also uncomfortable. <laughs> like uh, it's so uncomfortable at times. And, you know, I think it's so important that, you know, even pushing past discomfort. And one of the things that God had been dealing with me last year was like, people love to talk about the fruits of the spirit, but we don't talk about long suffering. Okay. Ooh. All right. And that patience when we ain't trying to deal with it. And you know, it, it's so important to just, you know, follow God and trust that all every all things are going to work together for your good, yeah. regardless of how it feels, regardless of who says they don't agree with what you're doing. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Look out here looking crazy. Yes, you know, <laughs> God, you. God nope. no matter what, period. OK, period. <laughs> um, and so my last question kind of about the the hearing God piece is just and, and just involving God in your journey as an entrepreneur, knowing that you're an influencer and, you know, involving God in your brand, like how does that look different for you? And like how, you know, because I know a lot of women struggle with bringing their faith at the forefront and then try to struggle feeling, trying to figure out how to fit it into like what they're doing. And then there's also the thing of like, if I fit this in, then are people going to look at me a certain way and expect me, you know, like show up a certain way all the time. So talk to us about involving God in your brand and what that has looked like for you. 
Absolutely. I honestly, I love this question because it really, I don't know, we all have such a unique voice, right? And I would love more women to kind of really fall in love with their voice. And so I think for me personally, um, there's actually like three things that I teach. And so when it, as it relates to being an influencer and one of them starting off with integrity. So I'm always like, okay, what is what is my social compass here? Like, what is my moral compass, I should say, in this brand partnership? Or where, where do I stand? What is my standard here? So integrity is very important because I have to know where my standard is and where I'm anchored to really kind of stem from there, right? And so that's very important. The other thing is your authenticity. Like how, if you loud, if you ratchet, that's who you are. But if you want to, you know, if you also want to involve God into that, that, that personality trait, that thing that you're trying to hide and not actually collaborate with who you are in the faith is the very distinguisher. It's the very unique thing that people are looking for. People want your, you know, your loud self. People want, you know, people want to know that, you know, there are people like themselves that are out here loving Jesus, but are about culture and are about their father's business, right? The last thing is creativity, like really lean into being out of the box, right? Knowing like after you know your standards, you know, you know your voice, like be creative, like really um, like you said, the whole TikTok thing, that's amazing. Like really leaning into what is going to fuel either if it's your personal brand, your business. For me, it's a lot of like a lot of conversation about confidence and identity. But I also talk about that surface level. You know, um, I just had a brand partnership with Sephora. So, you know, people see me out here in these streets and it's like, wait, so you went from talking about how you on a whole billboard with Sephora and now you out here praying for creatives and entrepreneurs. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that is who I am. And I am so, you know, I, I have fought to be the person that I am today. You know what I mean? And those long sufferings that we just talked about, those moments give us substance and wisdom to be able to be the people and the person that we are. And I honestly, I invite it because I'm like, you know what, God, I'm only able to talk about identity because I didn't know who I was at a certain point. And so I get to invite that conversation onto my platform. And it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Girl, I feel like you just dropped so many gems and, and lessons, <laughs> even about just showing up online as yourself. But, you know, I get the question a lot of times where people are like, well, I like this and I like that. But like, how do I bring it all together? And the beautiful thing is that God created us to be multifaceted, multi-talented, to have multiple interests. And, you know, we don't have to be placed in anybody's box that they try to put us in. And so I think it's so important to, you know, show up and be yourself, all versions of the things that you love. Let those things be on display if that's what you want to share. And I, I love it because it's like people will, it's the core of branding. People follow a brand for, you know, the personality, for the person. So no matter what you're saying, as long as it's resonating with the people that are following you, they're still going to keep you know, coming along the journey and, you know, remaining true to yourself and keeping that integrity is definitely, definitely key. You know, whether you decide to involve God at the forefront of your business from an external view or not, just running a business with integrity is so, so important. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Now I'm going to pivot the conversation a little bit to ask you a few questions about just 
getting to know you and some of your thoughts. Um, but I always like to ask, like, who, like, what women are inspiring you right now? Like, who are some powerful women that other go-getters should be paying attention to? Oh, oh my gosh. That's, there's so many amazing women. Like, how do we even do that? So I guess like, first and foremost, I think um, one of my newer friends, she is amazing. She's a business coach. Her name is Isis Brianna. The girl is killing the game. Okay. So y'all need to follow her. She's killing the game. Also my best friend, Anna Esther, she is uh, Be Made Whole on Instagram. Just like a pure prayer powerhouse. Um, but you're going to get this word and you're going to learn about finances and all the things. Right. And then I, I guess the last one I would say, Jennifer Lucy Tyler, she is all about theology and making it practical and learning the word of God, but she's also a boss. Like that's one thing I think that is the thread right now is just, you know, really like getting to know like these faith-based women that are out here killing the game. Like it's so refreshing to know that you're not the only one that like truly loves God, that loves Jesus, but is about their father's business. And it's okay. Like Money is not a bad thing, right? Like money is not a bad thing. Being out here building an empire is not a bad thing. And so we all need to just dismantle that. But I would say those are three ladies that are just amazing right now in my life. And they're just, they're just killing the game. Girl, you have showcased exactly why I asked that question is because (laughs) I feel like there are so many dope women that love God that are killing the game and there's room for all of us to succeed out here. And, you know, it's empowering to know that there are other women like yourselves that, you know, show up, that love God, that are building business with integrity. And and I just love that. We're actually going to be interviewing Jennifer Lucy Tyler as well on a future episode. So I'm excited about that as well. But so at Epic Fabro, we definitely value community and collaboration over competition. So what would you say is the power of connecting with other like-minded entrepreneurs of faith? Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Uh, I feel like aside from like the actual um, monetary, like sometimes monetary opportunities that come your way, I think it just is so crazy amazing to see like God in another person, like their thought process, their creativity, how they systemize things or how they think about things. Like, so I think that through conversation, It's just like so many other ideas. Like, I don't know why people are so afraid. Oh, well, I get get it. But I love to have conversations with people. Like, I'm not afraid because guess what? An idea that I have in the middle of our conversation, only I could execute it in the way that I know how to do it. So I'm, I'm not afraid to have that conversation. So I think through conversation and really just allowing yourself to kind of brainstorm with other people, you would be surprised at how many ideas and things have been birthed from that conversation. And it is, it's just incredible. So I would say conversation has yielded me a lot of like just um, extra ideas that I didn't even have when I originally thought about the thing that I was building. So yeah. That's really, really good. And I love that you talked about, you know, just not being afraid to share information because I think a lot of times that can be, honestly, what that comes from is just like, a um, poverty mindset, right? Like you don't understand that there's abundance of information. There's abundance of resources. There's an abundance 
of everything that we need. So there's space for all of us to win. So really connecting with other women, sharing ideas is major and, you know, helps you so much more on your journey as well. But one of the questions we get all the time, especially since Epic Fab Girl and our go-getter community is for women entrepreneurs of faith. Some of them are just getting started, but some of them have, you know, been on their journey, entrepreneurial journey for a while. But one of the things that gets in the way every single time, whether they're getting started or they're starting something new is fear. So what do you tell the woman who's afraid of starting her next big thing? Yeah, I would honestly go back to the basics of where does your confidence come from? You know, I teach something in my confidence program like your confidence is not just something like a feeling, right? It's a revelation of your identity. And so sometimes like, you know, fear is not, it's it's the place of fear that that makes it more so detrimental to move forward, right? But having a little fear sometimes will, you know, will humble you like, okay, God, like I need you to step in. But when it actually stops you from launching, when it actually stops you, we got to go back and, and think about, okay, sis, like, is it stopping you because you're not understanding who's backing you up? Is it stopping you because you're not having a deeper revelation of your confidence, of your identity, right? And so it's it's really kind of confronting even yourself. Sometimes it's an ouch when you got to be like, you know what? Like, maybe I'm not as confident as I thought I was. Maybe I really don't have that deeper revelation of my identity. But when you do, when you do actually identify with who you were created to be or whose hands you were created in, I'm telling you, it will catapult you into a level of confidence that independent of the, like if fear is there or not, you will know like, you know what? I'm going to do this because I have a heavenly confidence that will back me up and and I'm going to be great, you know? And, And I may learn some lessons along the way, but don't allow fear to stop the greatness that's already inside of you. Y'all, did y'all hear that? Because (laughs) I need to make sure y'all got that, okay? Don't let fear stop the greatness that's already inside of you. And I love how you put it. Like, you know, people talk a lot about confronting their fears, but that was the first time I ever heard someone say it like that, is to confront yourself. Like, what's going on inside that I feel like I can't do this, right? Like, confront yourself. I think that's major, and I think that's going to help so many people because, you know, Fear is just one of those things where the enemy really tries to rob us of our purpose, our calling, our joy. It's like, you got to be playing like, please, (laughs) why is this coming up again? But it's like, it comes up for me, especially every stage of the journey when I'm getting ready to do something new. But I have to find new ways, like you said, to confront myself and be like, all right, I'm going to either boss up right, (laughs) or I'm going to just fall back and you know not do what God told me to do and it's like you really got two options and that's a good point though but I feel like even even if you do identify fear it's almost like you got to be like oh there's something here then like I I have to do this like it's like no questions about it like and that's how I feel I feel sometimes like if I have an ounce of fear I'm like oh man, that means I really got to do this one. Like I got to, I got to lean into what it is that, um, that God is asking of me and just period, like do it. (laughs) Yeah. And that reminds me of to whom much is, much is given, much is required. And we don't be knowing what's required 
you Ooh, know, that back, back in the day when people used to be like, obedience is better than sacrifice. I never used to understand. I'm like, what do you mean? Ooh. obedience? And you get it. Cause it's like, you sacrifice so much, but just obeying is better than what you end up having to sacrifice. Like yeah. just be obedient to what God said. And you don't know what's going to happen in the process. So, but I promise it's going to be good at the end. Like, <laughs> So good. <laughs> yeah. We've talked so much about like business, about hearing God's voice. And I love like, I don't even know if I believe in the concept of work-life balance, however, <laughs> comma. <laughs> and you know, 2020 has taught us a whole new level of like, all right, let's separate work and life. Okay. <laughs> so what what do you what do you personally do for fun and for self-care? Ooh, child. Oh my God. What even is that? Well, at one point in life, I would travel. So girl, we are a sad face. (laughs) At one point in my life, I would travel. Um, and that really, oh my God, that really helps. Like, and, and when I say travel, I mean like either day road trip or day trips, road trips, like it don't gotta be anything crazy, but traveling for me is like, everything. It opens you up to uh, different cultures, different people, you know, all these types of different things. Um, And of course, I like the occasional Netflix binge. Like I just watched Emily in Paris. I don't know if you watched that Netflix. So it was actually... It was cute. <laughs> okay. I've been seeing it all over TikTok, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to get into right. it yet. <laughs> it was like one of those like cute corny shows. Like it was, it was, it was good, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Anything that is mindless to me where, because I give out so much, like so much heart, like the the job that I do is very hearty, but I love it. But I have to make sure I'm checking myself. I'm checking in like, okay, we good. So I think, um, putting those moments into my schedule, like literally like blocking out time to check in with myself, you know? And um, another self-care thing I do is go to a therapist. Like that's self-care for me, you know? And that's something that has helped me since 2016. Like that, that's something very, very like sacred for me. So I would say those few things. Yeah. I love that. Cause you know, there's all these different things that we can do. And I think we've learned what self-care looks like in a different way in 2020, but yeah. definitely having that, you know, that therapist on deck. Okay. We love Jesus and we can pray, we can prophesy and we can get delivered, but we still need mental health. <laughs> Don't <laughs> we? Okay. <laughs> We do. We do need it. We do need it. <laughs> it's so important. Um, and so, you know, I always like to ask, like, what what does it mean to you to be a go-getter? I definitely consider you a go-getter, but what does it mean to be a go-getter? I guess it will go back to like really my definition of a creative, right? So I, I would say a go-getter is someone who is relentless, right? Someone who is out here uh, being a pioneer and is like, listen, I see the vision. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know all the details, but I'm going to trust that along the way, resources and things will come to me. And if they don't come to me, I will find it. That's what a go-getter is. I love that definition. It's so good. (laughs) You know, I mean, and really one of the reasons why I created the Go Getter brand was 
because I wanted to come up with this concept that was based around like faith without works is dead, basically. Yeah. Like you can't get nothing that God told you that you were supposed to have in this life yeah. without being a go-getter. Like faith <laughs> without works is dead. You can say, okay, I'm believing God for this, but sis, if you haven't done the work, it's not going to happen. Come on, that, but that part, because we be tarrying, we be in God, we be in prayer, devotional. We get up and it's like, ah, yeah, now you got to actually do the work. <laughs> you got to go out there and do the work now. <laughs> Love it. Well, I have so enjoyed having this chat with you. I've learned a lot and I know our listeners have learned a ton and I know that they're going to be ignited, you know, really to just run after their purpose and also hear from God in a new way. I've got some new Bibles that I need to probably <laughs> order in the mail. Um, so I'm going to hit up Amazon, okay? Hit up Amazon. <laughs> I'm going to get that awakened from uh, Priscilla Shire. Yes. I don't, her wrong. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but you know, her stuff is great. Anything I've ever read from her has been so, so good. Um, but how can we stay connected with you? And are there any cool things that you have coming up that you'd like to share with us? Absolutely. So you can find me um, on all social media platforms at Love Michelle Anna. And Anna is with one N. And um, of course, lovemichelleanna.com. I also have my platform just for creatives um, called The Flourish Effect. And you can find The Flourish Effect underscore on Instagram. And I'm just so thankful to have had the opportunity to be on here today. The next thing that I have going on is honestly something very, very special for faith-based influencers, but are, that are also trying to kind of find this balance between having faith-based content and lifestyle and beauty content. So that will be announced on my platform at Love Michelle Anna as well. So I'm super excited about that. I think it's such a dynamic way of teaching these concepts that we kind of talked about today. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm definitely looking forward to that as well, because I think we can get so stuck as content creators and entrepreneurs and be feeling like, all right, how do I incorporate all the things that are me in one place without confusing people? Right, <laughs> right. I got you. <laughs> and so I love that. So you ladies, make sure that you guys connect with Michelle Anna on all her platforms. And I've totally enjoyed this. If you guys love this episode as much as I did, I want you to do me a favor and leave a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. So we love you guys. We're always praying for you guys. We appreciate you guys for listening in on the podcast. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. If you like this week's episode of the Go-Getter podcast, I know you'll love connecting with us and other Go-Getters across the globe in our Go-Getter Confidential Click at gogettermembership.com. This is the premier membership community and resource for Christian women entrepreneurs to connect, build profitable brands, and grow their faith. Whether you're just starting out with an idea and you want to learn how to properly build your brand, or you've already started your business and want to capture the right audience and increase sales for your business, the Go-Getter Confidential Click can help you level up your faith, business, and income. The Go-Getter Confidential Click features online trainings to help you build, grow, and monetize your brand, live masterclasses taught by industry experts, live Q&A sessions aimed at helping you get your most pressing business questions answered, powerful prayer calls that will ignite, inspire, and uplift you, and a super supportive community of faith-based women who want to see you win. 
We know entrepreneurship isn't easy, so the Go-Getter Confidential Click is the place where you belong alongside Christian women entrepreneurs who want to become more fearless, grow their influence, and make more money. Join today at gogettermembership.com and save 50% off your first month when you use code GOGETTERPODCAST at checkout. We'll see you inside.